Oh, there's a lighter over here. Sorry, I got distracted. Oh, ow! Sorry. I assume you just lit yourself on fire? Um, I didn't light myself on fire, but I did get... My thumb got a little sparked. Nice, okay. The word, the bad thing about this is I'm going to be playing with this. Even though it show. hurt me, I'm going to keep playing with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't we don't learn our lessons around here. I, I need to stop. There's, like, paper around here. This is the office room. I need to not. <laughs> Only you could prevent wildfires. <laughs> Wait, let me do this where there's not paper. Literally me. Put it down. I don't need to do this. <laughs> then me, two seconds later. Let me just move away from paper. Okay, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to yeah. burn this house down. I kind of like it. <gasps> She's on. Oh my god. 30 minutes late. Let's do this. There she is. She's here. Yes, I'm here. Oh, she, I, I told, I told uh -oh. Greg that you're going to be in hashtag mood. Oh yeah, I poured myself wine that I wasn't going to drink and then almost put the bottle in the cabinet and then I was like, no, what the f*** am I doing? This is coming with me. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this f***ing cat. Mm. He's never... Like, he pees on sh Like, he's so stupid. He's so dumb. There's nothing, nothing going on behind the eyes. You can look at, you can look at, like, Opie and you can see, ah, oh, he's contemplating things. He's plotting something. Like, there's thoughts there. You look at him and you just hear a breeze blowing through his ears. And so you can't be mad at him. Like, you can. But then it's just like, but you literally don't know what's going on. You're that dumb. So he pees on stuff, but it would be like if you left like some papers on the floor or if you left a shirt on the floor, like he always peed on like messes. So it's like you want to be good about keeping things cleaned up. And he has some random spots now that he, he goes and he doesn't mind you. He doesn't like poop. He poops in the litter box, but it's the peeing. And... He's never peed on rugs. And so I got this rug for the dining room and he's just decided this one corner of it is where he pees. And his smells worse than like any anything. It's awful. It's so bad. And so as soon as I, I see it, it's like, okay, well, one, get him out of here. Two, blot it with paper towels. Three, use the spot cleaner washer twice. Then use odor remover, which has to sit for five minutes and then you have to blot out. So yeah, that's what I was doing. And because of how he peed and how Jenna picked him up, it like got further than like one spot. So I kept finding new spots where there was Harvey pit. Hi, hi. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss. Oh yeah. man. It's such a nice rug too. Like the reason I wanted it was, it was just nice. It's so soft and it like, really matches the room so well <sighs> you might just need to like leave a piece of cardboard over that that corner yeah something so what my plan is i'm gonna order one or two more litter boxes i mean this is a big house and <laughs> the said, whole house is just, just pull sand on the floor just i know the whole make the a litter box for every square foot like the whole because it is the whole house is his litter box right now let's be serious he's living the dream so, can oh, you spray my. like cat deterrent on that area or something? I, I don't. I I, something like the the bad smell stuff. I'll have to look it up. I need to call the vet again because like I know there's nothing wrong with him 
health wise, he's, as I said, just an idiot. And I think he's just forgotten that he's supposed to pee in the litter box because he will do it sometimes. And then other times he just decides not to. And there's like no, no rhyme, no reason. Like, I, I don't know. So I'll see if they have any other advice. Yeah, maybe a cat deterrent. What I'm going to do is buy another litter box and stick it like next to that spot. Cause I don't want to put a litter box on top of it because that's disgusting and it'll just seep into the rug, but I can put one adjacent. So it's like, if there's one right there, he might go into it, but that means keeping a litter box in the dining room for a while. I don't want to do that forever. How smooth is that brain? Oh, I, there, there's no wrinkles. <laughs> Not a one. None. Not a one. And he's the youngest pet we have too. That's the worst. That is like the worst part. <laughs> I'm like, have you considered converting him to an outdoor cat? He wouldn't survive. He's too stupid. Welcome to a very special edition of Put That Record On slash Tangentially Related slash whatever show you want this to be called. You can pick your own name this week. Um, We thought, you know, the pandemic is like, it's still on. It's still still a rager out there. But um, we thought it'd be fun to talk about the last, uh, what, 14 months of this? Yeah, 14, whatever. The 14 months of March 2020, as everyone's calling it. Just because it just felt like the right time to talk about it. Um, so, yeah, we got the we got the crew back. Uh, Greg, he's here. He's been in quarantine. Yeah, kind of. Casey's kind of here. She's 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 in a mood tonight. Oh, I'm here. Um, also, if anyone is interested in adopting a cat, his name is Harvey. He <laughs> is five years old, and I would pay all expenses for the rest of his life. He just it needs to be in a happy home. And I just, I just, I, I'm... Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm here. He pees on a lot of things. That's it. <laughs> you okay, though? No. <laughs> and the facade is gone. <laughs> I could uh, re-say anything else, but... Um... Hi, everyone. Yes, I'm here. Never re-say things. Ne- never, never surrender. Never forgive. Um, hey, you're editing this, so if you decide to cut all that out, you can editing. just take that little, oh. you can take that blurb <laughs> and stick it there, people. I, okay, I love my cat, Harvey. I do. And he'll be treated nicely. This is tangentially related. We do not, we don't edit tangentially related. That's true. Like, I don't even know, because I, I know I helped you edit a couple episodes. Nah, we don't do that, like, yo. Yeah, no. We, we are we are big YOLO fans at Tangentially Related. That's what the kids said eight years ago. No, they still say it. They still say it? Yeah, Pog. Pog champ. Yeah, so this is, uh, what is it? It is May 20th, and I am- Is I, it? I, apparently, allegedly. Um, and I am the last of the three of us to be vaccinated here. I, um, I'm not fully vaxxed yet. Five days, five days. All right, five days. You're gonna be sick. No, no. I, I had the I had the second shot. I'm five days till being fully vaccinated. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. in five days you can party. <laughs> yeah, I I uh, I follow the science, so I I don't count as fully vaccinated until the two weeks because I think that that's the correct interpretation. It, the shot doesn't mean anything. It's two weeks after that shot. 
Correct. Um, even though everyone else wants to go potty immediately. Yeah, no, I already, uh, I already went through the fun um, day after. That was, whew! What a joyous time to be alive. What Jenna, a had, uh, Jenna had no, no symptoms, or no side effects. Those dang Zumos. Like, her arm hurts less than the first shot, and she feels no different. Oh, my arm felt, my arm hurt less, but the rest of me hurt more. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a consensus. Yeah, EC had no reaction whatsoever, and I was just like, what? <laughs> I, I had a low-grade fever. I, uh... I, felt, I felt death caress me for a little bit and then let me go. I, my head was so far above me. I, <laughs> it, it, it was as bad as taking NyQuil and then not sleeping. It was. That is a good analogy. It is. It was awful. <laughs> Just for like only like the one night and like the day at like 12, 12 hours or so. But like. Did when for you, did it like flip off immediately? Uh, not, it wasn't an immediate. It was like a real, I guess it was pretty fast for like sicknesses. I, oh, I was like, so when I had mine, like, you know, I was like, okay, my arm's a little sore, whatever. And then just out of nowhere, it's just like, you will suffer. <laughs> and then, you know, went to bed and woke up and it was still kind of like painful. And then like literally like around five or six the next day, I was just like pain, pain. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> it was just like, boom, you're fine. I was like, what? what? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was, it was odd because usually when I have like the fever symptoms, it's with other things you have a sore throat or you're just feeling off or you got a cold or whatever so usually i like have that but then also don't have an appetite whereas here it was like i have a fever so i need to stay hydrated but also i just am like eating normal food and like i drank over like a gallon of gatorade i'm just like i'm gonna stay hydrated and like so it was weird like not having those symptoms but just specifically having the fever and the headache and the lightheadedness. But that they, it's over now. It, it was worth it. I, I hope the I hope second like the second shot side effects don't scale people into like not getting it. Like it's worth it. What's wor- you know what's worse than the second shot side effects? COVID and death. COVID. <laughs> I actually I had one of my uh internet friends he actually ended up getting covid oh no and and he had you know covid and pneumonia and he was in the hospital for like three weeks yikes before he was able to get go home Oof. and he still like isn't fully back to himself either he's the long covid he he's a we don't know if he's gonna be a long hauler or if he just needs to rebuild his strength but Mm. it's we will see we'll see soon it's 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 bad it's like that it's been the one of the weirder parts of the pandemic is knowing how bad it is and then people just not caring about it. I mean, it's just like wild to me. That's, uh, never mind. I'm, I don't feel like, <laughs> I don't feel like getting into human nature right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this, this is what the show's about. Um, but this is a uh, quarantine postmortem. Um, one of my favorite podcasts, Reconcilable Differences, did a show similar to this about a week or two ago. But it's something I think a lot of people are thinking about just because this was a very interesting 14 months for all of us. Um, we've never gone through something like this before. And like I said, now that we're all vaccinated, at least here in America, and there's a sense of like that, that things are going to be no- back to quote unquote normal-ish this summer. 
um, for some pe- for some subset of the population here, doing some subset of things. And I definitely have felt like after getting vaccinated, like less scaled, less anxious, more like, ah, this actually might have solved some things. Um, and I thought this would be a good time to kind of talk about things that we liked about the pandemic, uh, things we liked, not about the pandemic, but about quarantine. Um, the pandemic was not good, but quarantine, the quarantine <laughs> side of it um, for team introverts. It's been, it's an interesting field to talk about because it's been so nice. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like, it's like for a while you couldn't say that, but like, you, you oh just, no, oh no, 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 no. I for me <laughs> I was just like, whoa, there's less having to do like actual human interaction. Yeah, it's a dream. We actually have to stay away from people. Mm-hmm. Don't want to get close to people. Oh my, don't have to like make sure my face looks good enough to show to people. Oh my god, yes, give me this. Yeah, so th- things that things that we like disliked about the pandemic uh, and the quarantine because obviously though though that list exists too things that i honestly like <laughs> learned about the people of this country that i should have known uh but i was naive about <laughs> um uh put po- like personal growth i think um you know some we i all use this time to like learn some stuff and and some even some things that i thought about like back in like the real march 2020 and like how it would have gone differently than standing here in a, in quarantine in may of 2021 and also, like some lessons that I kind of want to take forward, like, and, and that's that's like those some of those are like intertwined, you know, things that we liked might be taken forward, and of course, um, anything else that any other topics everyone else has, because there's no there's no big outline or rhyme or reason. It's probably, we're probably just going to talk about pick things and just talk about them in random orders because it's been a blur, so it's hard to kind of organize. Like this was March 2020, and this was April 2020. Like I don't remember. April 2020 to December 2020 was all the same thing. Oh. I had a, uh, I mean, it all blurs together, but I also had a very, um, I can't think of another word other than productive 2020 mm-hmm. <laughs> or eventful. It was like an eventful 2020 for me. I had a lot of life events. You did. Mm-hmm. You did. Mm-hmm. You, where do, where do you want to start? I don't know. I forget how we run, we ran, um, ran the show. Greg usually would just transition into some. Yeah, I would transition us, but like, I feel like this isn't really like a, this isn't like a topic to topic thing. It's more like a chunk to chunk. Thing. Chunk to chunk. Um, <laughs> so, so do you want to just start in order with things that we just liked about the quarantine? Yeah, we, we can, we can start with the liked. I, I, that's a, it's a fun place to start. Um, and I, I think we me- we mentioned it briefly when you were on the show um, for the Lana Spectacular, but um, you I didn't notice uh, like again this is like noticing things like extra votes rule the social and what is viewed as normal scene of this country and, yes, and life because they're so loud they're so loud and <laughs> so the like quarantine really like put a damp on the extra votes. And the introverts are like, it was time. <laughs> this, this was a good time to be an introvert, and of course, like I hope, I hope more people write like articles, like and and some people have, like of like, hey, you know, maybe some of these things are you know socially acceptable and good now. But it was weird, like all these things that are like, it's now socially acceptable to do this introvert thing that introverts have been doing all along, and now it's like, why is it now socially acceptable? <laughs> why couldn't have this yeah. been like? fine all along i'm gonna gonna miss 
actual quarantine. <laughs> yeah, I, as I said in pre-show, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss the quarant. I'm gonna miss the pandemic. Not the not the death and not the, the death know, anxiety like that but, side of it. No, <laughs> but like the not the non-social being uh, being non-social was a good thing. Oh my god, it was that's great. So do you guys think? So I I'm I'm of two minds. You can ask me one day if it, uh, and I'll give you a different answer. Do you think people will strive to kind of go back to normal and almost rubble band like back like eat past normal like even being more like I, we've while it's open we go do everything or do you think that it's going to be a slow like like there's going to be a, a subset of people who liked normal but it's going to take them a good six months to a year to kind of return that way. I mean, there's definitely going to be a subset that it takes a while. And if the subset is just me, then that's still a subset. But (laughs) thanks, math node. I think that, um, I think that there are going to be people that do just like, like they get a taste of it and they're like, then it's just like, okay, no, this is fine. Let's go back to normal. And they, they will. To an extent. But I also do think there's going to be plenty of people that, like, they, I think there are going to be plenty of people that had, there were elements of things that they liked about quarantine and they want to keep some of those. And that in itself will slow them down from just rubber banding back. Yeah. Um, But then also an element of caution in that this, this was a fast and scary reality that we landed in. And it's just, if we go completely back to normal, then that could just as easily happen again. I agree. I think I, I, because I'm in the, in this, you know, I built quarantine routines. So hence, it takes a couple months for me to like stop a routine and build a new one. So I'm, it's going to take me a couple months to like slowly get back to doing what we used to do. Um, I also hope that like some of these things that we're going to talk about in the like become more like, normalize like again like not like viewed as like this bad thing like viewed as like hey if people want to like basically continue living their quarantine life like that's okay i think there will be a group of people who you know take a slow slow return to normal i think there will be a group of people who are like this is my new normal and we'll keep it mm-hmm. or like, they'll be like you know a little more but like they're gonna keep mostly the same way but there's already been some people who've already tried to rubber band uh back they were, to they were rubble banding back in like july 2020 oh yeah yeah exactly like there there are people yeah. that th- they haven't been living in a quarantine for the last year because yeah. they decided not to no 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 it wasn't real yeah it was all hoax it was just one big democratic hoax so i was i was listening to um i'll, I'll probably reference it a couple of times because it, it it did strike me but i was listening to the latest episode of the weeds which i'll link um and one of the guys was talking because he, he was trying to figure out why people were like vaccine hesitant. And one of the guys had said, like, because of our jobs, we had accepted, like, at the start of the pandemic, we have to continue working these jobs. And both of us will inevitably get COVID and our kids will probably get COVID. And that's just part of, like, the job. And because of that, they ended up not being scared of COVID. So they've just been living life because they all got COVID. And so they've just been living life this whole time. To us, the vaccine represents this 
basically freedom. This this idea that we can get a shot and get back to at least doing things safely. Whereas to them, the vaccine is this like, you know, it's, it's like this new thing. And it's like, it doesn't provide them any benefit in their minds because they already have been living normally. And it's like, it was, it was interesting to me to hear something like, listen, think about that. Because to me, like COVID is scary. We, we talked about like people, a lot of people have died because of COVID, but people have been living normally because they just like accept that in their risk, you know, their risk assessment, COVID just wasn't scary compared to not continuing to go to Mexico, basically. No, I mean, that makes complete sense. Like, I get it in that mindset. It's still, it's still wild to me, though, that there are so many people that were like, well, I'll be fine if I get it. But like, they're not thinking about, well, what if you spread it to someone else who's not going to be fine if they get it? Yeah. And, and yeah, then there's a lot of that. There's so mm-hmm. much of that. And it, it, it'll, under, hey, can we leave loud car noise, car noise in this week? Like, just, yeah, just sure. so everyone knows what we go through. Yep. I mean, you're going to have a- AC issues with me this week because it's hot <laughs> here. It'll <laughs> just, it's summer in Texas. It'll never not be upsetting to me how much people don't care about other people <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> that that has been in list of things that i should have known about not just this country but people i absolutely thought better of people absolutely and i, I was dead wrong so wrong that now that there are plenty of people who do care mm-hmm. but when so many people don't and so many people are so selfish yeah it's just to operate as a society is so hard <laughs> you know we're living in a society you know we're just gonna be we're gonna be jumpy this week one of the things I, this is one of the bullets i have in the in the london about this country i um did not this is part this is part of coming from a privileged upbringing i didn't realize how privileged some people were and how absolutely ungrateful so many of them are about it I mm-hmm. like there there was a there was a part of me like I you know it this is me like I accept and understand like I know it's like I know how I was brought up I know why I am I stand as a person in the society that I am privileged and I it should be in my best in, it should be in my interest to like try to help those that you know won't brought up like me and at least like you know do everything I can to, to try to do whatever I can, right? And just to watch everyone else just completely not care and just, you know, even view themselves as like, um, what would it be? View themselves as like the victims of this. Mm-hmm. When they have everything, they have literally everything. And they're like, nope, I, nope, th- this, this has been like, <laughs> I, I can't even put into words because it's like, it's been so frustrating in terms of it, this bit a lot in terms of like somewhat where i work it, it, and being able to work from home i there, there was a there was a privilege there's a big privilege part of like not having to worry about my job this whole pandemic and just working from home mm-hmm. and then watching people who i work with who also have just been able to work from home just pretend the pandemic doesn't exist because they they have the, they have a job they have a steady job and they're like oh well i you know 
I've owned my vacation time this year and I'm going to go use it the same way that I would always use it. And just like, it's like you, because like there are people who have to go to work and there, there are people actually actually have to go out there and we should be doing everything in our power mm-hmm. to make sure they're safe. We can stay home. We can stay home and get paid and not lose our jobs. And that is an extreme privilege. And we should just do that. Because the people who have to go work on the airplanes and at the resorts and um, just any job outside of our sphere, it's safer for them if you stay home and don't spread this virus. And so you should use your privilege to help them. And they would just be like, nope, I'm going to <laughs> go travel, travel, just, just do whatever. I, I am the most important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I can't, I can't, I, I didn't. I didn't take a vacation. I didn't go anywhere for 14 months. Was it fun? No. But some parts. That's not what that's not what matters here. Like you should be from what from what you have. Like do do what you can and it's just like I just thought more people I I really thought more people could do that and I absolutely at so wrong. Nope, that's human nature for you right there. I, I know. I it's it's hard. It's it's really it's really hard like like when you if when your brain works one way and you have to tell tell your brain like hey other people's brains don't work the way that your brain works or they're just actively cho- they, they, well yes to that point and they're they're just actively choosing ignorance because it's easier mhm but it's like what what else are you doing at this job like i don't know like it is it, it affects it is affecting literally everyone you know how do you put it to the side like, how do you actively ignore a raging pandemic? <laughs> I just, I did, yeah. I could not understand. I, and it's something I have, to, I had to think about. Like, I had to think about it a lot. Like, I, I wrote about it in my selfie vow because it affected, it affected my work performance because I'm just like looking at these people. Like, I, because you can't say anything. You can't just, I mean, you can, but you're you not can, going. but like you also can't. And it's just like, no, you. You you have to it's what it's a it just became like a whatever and it's like but it, it absolutely affected affected like all of that it made this pandemic keep going everyone who went home like like went home on safely for the holidays mm-hmm. um, mm. or just you know had actual weddings Pe- mm-hmm. people who had events who had gatherings why I, I, K- Casey you I mean you got. You got married and you didn't have a wedding. No. I had a ceremony at an outdoor covered bridge. And I think I had 10 people. Mm-hmm. I think it, it was about 10, maybe maybe a few more. But essentially, we were all outside. Most of, like, most of them were like safe. And mm-hmm. that was it. There was no reception. Like, And even then, even after that, I was like, Oh my god, that was too many people. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm a terrible person. Like, I had those thoughts. I still had those thoughts, and it was just like, no, like you're, you're really, you're really okay. <laughs> but, <You're fine. laughs> but yeah, you gave up having 300 people at a wedding. But it's like, I was like, well, like- okay, let me, let me put a little, star- a little asterisk next to that. Scott and I already decided we were probably going to do the elopement and buy. It. We were going to mm. do the mortgage instead of, you know, the 
marry I don't know what they call it, the wedding. Um, the ceremony. Yeah. Basically, we already kind of decided we would probably go that route. And then the pandemic happened. We we're like, oh, that makes our decision a lot easier. <laughs> but Smart. I, I have a best friend who was supposed to get married in April of 2020. And they had already planned their entire wedding, already paid for the whole thing. And they they couldn't do it. And once they have all your money, like all you can do is like push it back and keep pushing it back and keep pushing it back. And like that sucks. And it, what really sucks is when there are people that are still throwing their weddings and making mm-hmm. this take longer. Yeah, it was like... Watching the pandemic just drag on because even if 90% of the people were being good, just 10, it all it took was like the five to 10% of people just being bad in some quadrant of the country every two weeks. And it just like, it never went away because no one could just yep. universally be like, no, stop it for just a month. Just be good. Nope. Someone's going to be bad that month. I, yeah, that was. Yeah. That was that was one of the most frustrating parts of this whole thing. Also, I think it's really funny how this is also a very regional thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because honestly, down here, some in some places, you wouldn't know there was a pandemic outside. <laughs> you would <laughs> like, have not a clue. Some gas stations on my when I went home for Christmas, against my will, I wanna add. Um you wore, you wore a mask at home. I want to say you wore a mask at home, and I was proud of you. I wore a mask at home and barricaded myself in my room, and I was very, very pissed when my mother had guests over. Yeah, you were tr- you were tricked, though. You. I was duped. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> and she's why won't, are you coming home for this? Uh, mm, okay. <clears throat> Every year I get sassier and gayer. <clears throat> it happens. Um... Uh, but yeah, some places down here, some gas stations I had stopped at on the way home, just like barely anybody wearing masks. Just ugh, <laughs> awful. And that's like when it was raging, raging. This mm-hmm. is pre-vaccine, pre-everything. It's just nah. Nah. It's just not a thing. It, it, was, it, was, it was weird, like, um, because we, we all have very different experiences of like regionality um, because- there was New England, and New England, New England's been like they've had like what you you had two or th- is it two or three like pretty bad spikes up there. I don't I don't remember. I know we were one of the first bad spikes because New York City, mm. um, where you just literally can't be away from people. <laughs> it's it's very very hard not to. And then they kind of spread it, especially to like the um the 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 lower rich part of Connecticut. Because people worked in New York and then lived in Connecticut. Um, so we, yeah, we had a really early spike and it was bad. Like it got bad. And so then we, all of us were just like, hey, rest of the country, this can get bad. This can be really bad. And they're like, well, it's not bad here. <laughs> well, we aren't as <laughs> densely like, populated as New York City. <laughs> that it could never spread here, and I mean, to yeah, to a point in places where it's super rural, and you're oh, just they, they got hit too. That was they, but they did, yeah. It's just but it took a little longer because it just took a lot of people ignoring it because they're like, oh no, that that's you guys are just gross and like icky, and that's why it happened to you. Like all four people in North Dakota got it. 
And then I I've lived I've been living up here in this um relatively we haven't had a spike up here, which has been really nice. All all I've learned about Washington is we this corner, we are like this weird liberal bubble. Not weird, but well liberal bubble, but then we have like Canada to our north, so Canada there's like a land border, so no one can get us that way. We have water to our west. So no one's no one's showing up that way. We have a giant mountain range to our east. So no one's showing up that way. So no one can like get up here to spread the virus as well. <laughs> we don't have like people showing up here, like because we're just like in this. We're like in the Kono. We we showed up at the party. We got to the Kono, and we are just like, this is a good Kono. I'm gonna stay. Yeah, in you're this you're corner. at the you're at the food table, but like the the secondary <laughs> food table, not the one that's like the coffee table in the middle of everything. It's just the side table and just. You post it up there, and you're quite content. <laughs> oh, ve- oh, so co- we actually are having having some of the most cases right now, just because we don't actually have the antibodies in the population from people who got COVID for the last 14 months because we were like the 47th or 48th state in like total cases per capita. So we just don't have the antibodies that the other states have right now. <laughs> but you're getting vaccinated. So. Yeah, we're getting we're getting vaccinated, so it's fine. And then, Greg, you've lived in the Wild West. Yeah, so here's the thing. We didn't have a pandemic here. Um, That's nice. Yeah, but seriously, we had so many spikes. We I don't think we even, like, did unspike for a while. But now now we're good. Well, we're not good, <laughs> but we're... We're better. <laughs> we're better. Um, as I was saying pre-show... Um, I live in the liberal bubble down here and we're doing pretty, we're doing pretty okay. But for my job, I have to go outside of said liberal bubble and Ooh, let me tell you, there is a shift. Um, it just, it's the further you out, you go from this bubble, the more, the worse it gets basically. So I, I pulled up our, the vaccine map because I figured this would be a nice time to, to look at it. My County my county has reached 58% of all residents are vaccinated. That's nice. 90% of 65 plus. Nice. And uh, six, 69% of 18 plus. I can't like not Nice. Now I want to like, oh my God, there's, I don't, I don't actually know Texas geography anymore. Uh, Travis gone. County is smack dab in the middle. The is middle it? of the square pot, not the, we don't. Just cut off the panhandle, cut off the El Paso side. Oh. I'm really curious what it is over in Texarkana. <laughs> do they have vaccines? Yeah. They, they do. My family got vaccinated. You After some convincing? After I, after literally saying, I will never come see you ever again if you don't get vaccinated. <laughs> that actually work, I guess hey. that actually works with your family. Yeah, because they want to see you. Yeah, I, I I literally bullied them into right. getting vaccin- vaccinated. It worked. I cannot find Travis County, so Travis County's doing pretty well. Not oh, as wait. well. Oh, as- oh, but the that was blocking it. You're saying nah. it, it, Travis County's like for Texas standards, doing very well. Yeah, we're yeah we're about sixty. Last I heard, we're about sixty percent uh, vaccinated, uh, eighteen and up. Uh, there's no. It technically says no data available for this, but all residents you're at forty two. So. Well, don't you can't do Texas all residents. Well, Travis County all residents. Well, it's sixty. It's six, it was sixty percent. Uh, one shot, and I think forty for like 
fully vaccinated. Gotcha. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing for Travis, I'm seeing 42 all uh 49 12 plus 72. And you're at, yeah, Michael, you're at 49 all residents and 56 12 plus. We we are. We'll we'll make we'll make in strides. Oh. Uh, it's it's not bad up here. I, I love my little county. Yeah. Uh, I, I, so I found Texarkana. Oh lord, it's Oh no. Is that Bowie County? 2023 20, 20, Bowie. Oh lord. It's uh wow. let's see. It's 18%. 18 fully vaccinated. 22 <laughs> with one one dose. Ooh. Oh man. That that's a that's a woo lad. <laughs> that's that's not surprising at all. Hey, you do it's better than uh Little River County, Arkansas. Mm. That's at 17% all residents. I mean, it's right there. This, and now we've reached the part of the show where I drag my cursor, cursor all over the map to find the lowest. Yeah, you don't have to go too much. You don't have to go too ooh, far. Oh, I, I just. There's a. Oh, there's some bad ones in Nebraska. Wow. <laughs> I, I saw a 10% all residents. Mm, nice. Mm. How's, oh, how's, uh, how's, our, how's our Kansas doing? Our, our Kansas. Uh, it's about the same as Texarkana. It is, uh, yeah. It is a uh, well, you know, it, it it's a uh, it's going. We're, we're working on it, but yeah, it's like it's been it has been nice seeing um, at least in certain parts of the country, um, vaccines are good. Vaccines work, which is it is scary. It is really scary to think about how this would have gone if we were not able to develop a vaccine in eight months. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's one thing that we do have to give Trump credit for. Yes. Oh, I, I am the, I am the first to admit that he was the correct president to just be like, go make it, and absolutely the wrong president to actually deploy it the way that Biden has. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty fair statement because I know some people will refuse to even give him credit for that. I'm just like, you guys, he did. Yep. start the making of it he just distributed it he should, terribly he, yeah he's like i don't care how it works just make it just get get it here and it, like yes it, that was that was um what we need at the time but then we need you need like a lot of logistics and organization to spread it out and deploy it the way that it has been which he had zero interest in <laughs> considering like he had not ordered like enough dose like biden came in and had to order hundreds of millions of more doses so that we could be where we are right now mm-hmm. yeah and now we have a big old surplus because people won't take it people yeah exactly it's just like it, that that that's the other thing i'm like you are so <laughs> privileged to have access to this vaccine you're not getting it doses are getting thrown out and there are countries that are asking it's like please we just want we want vaccines we're dying that's my current problem with work right now is is those people because i because everyone um has been putting on their calendar when they're they're out of offices for vaccines Mm -hmm. because we get like four hours off to get vaccinated so so people have been putting on the calendar and i've been watching and i'm like well not everyone has put that time on the calendar and i'm sure someone got it on the weekend whatever but like i did bring up in a in a team meeting because they they've been talking about all like return to office and whatever um the win- fall 2021 and i had asked like hey is there going to be a requirement for um 
being vaccinated to come back into the office. And a couple people were like, and I was like, it's you guys, isn't it? It's you. <laughs> you two grumble butts there. <laughs> but it's it's really hard because like we have, I work with offshore people. I work with people in India currently. And I cannot imagine being on the call. Oh, and hearing that. Being in India right now and just hearing people like, just not get the, get the vaccine that they can just walk into a Walgreens right now and get that billions of people around this world would that would be they would drop everything to be able to get this right now and you're telling me you just are like nah. <laughs> yeah because I, I, uh, I also work with I work with people offshore and like specific, like specifically one person and it's like we kept at we, we would ask you know like how how's how are you and like you could just hear the fear like that like thankfully they were okay themselves and like their close family was too and they had already actually i think she had already had it but but yeah it's it it sucks a lot and like i i as far as like a vaccine requirement goes like I, yes i i do support body autonomy but when it comes to like an office setting, I it's like you work here and it's like, okay, for you to come into the office, you need to be vaccinated. It's like you can still work, but it's like we need it's like that makes sense to me. And I understand like and I'm not there are people that literally have allergies to it and like they can't get the vaccine. Like obviously I'm not including those yeah, people yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, there there are some people who like legitimately can't take it. I'm just yeah, like, okay, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I understand. Yeah, exactly. like, but that's but that's why more people that can take it should get it. Yep. So that it protects the people that can't or would be seriously compromised or already compromised and would be in terrible position if they got covid i feel like i'm i feel like i'm on such a a hill (laughs) you know the only thing about like requiring is la i guess you run into other issues like hipaa law it's like you can't force someone to like disclose medical information but like no, no, because like some of it's not hip. Like but to go still, to public school, to go to public school, you're required to get certain vaccinations. To live in, yes. to live in my dorm, I had to prove like heal, oh, yes, heal my vaccine. Our shot records. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it is completely legal to say like for you know to to enter these built you know to work in these buildings to live in these buildings. You need you vaccinations. Need, yeah. Like there was a now, I, there's a fine line. Keep- hmm? Go, go ahead. No, they can't, like, I get they can't require it until it's, like, officially approved or something mm. like that. They're under emergency yeah. status, so they can't require it yet. <laughs> yeah. Yet. Yeah, those I, the, I, I was reading some article saying, like, you know, the, the founding, the found, the founders, the founders, but the founders actually left a lot of wiggle room in the Constitution for public health because, like, they were living in a time when smallpox could wipe out half a village. So, like, they were very aware that there was a a time and place to, like, for public health, because if you don't deploy the vaccine, you are, you know, the whole life, liberty, pursuit of happiness thing. You can't do that if people are just spreading a deadly disease. (laughs) Like, you can't. (laughs) Like, so, those, you can vaccinate your population. We were going to talk about things we liked. Okay. Uh, because there were there actually are things we liked. Um, yes. And then we got sidetracked because pe- people have been the most frustrating part of quarantine. Uh, 
right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to just jump in and talk about my favorite thing that I have liked about this pandemic. Yes. So there's, there's a place here in Austin called Easy Tiger. Oh, boy, is there. They- and I think the reason why I mention them is because I'm pretty sure they, to me, they do it the best. You can come in. If you see an empty table, you sit there, you pull out your phone, you scan the QR code on your table, and it starts you a tab, and you can order your food, your drinks. No interaction until they bring you your food and oh my god i want this everywhere it is so nice oh i i i like that a lot you put that you put this bullet point in i did not i did not think of that because i have not sat down in restaurants since this began that sounds delightful i guess yes like imagine the whole waiter experience where they come check on you no that's all gone you want something you order it wasn't didn't like was it like chilies or olive gardens have those like little tablets? yeah they had those little table tablets and yeah it was chilies and whatever other companies were owned under that umbrella that yeah those little table i the little table tablets that you could yeah. order from but they still had waiters and waitresses come over and ordered that way and as much as I like that idea. I hated those tablets because I hated just having a screen on my table. Yeah, I agree. I but like I like the concept of if you can scan an order from your phone because yeah. you have your phone anyway and you can put your phone down. Like I, I just hated having the, another screen on the table. No, that's really cool. Like because I mean now because w- when you wrote that, I was thinking like I've noticed that like every restaurant around here, you can basically place mobile autos now because yeah no so but but if you but if you have the if you have the menu for a mobile auto system then you can just deploy it even when the person's sitting down like it's basically a mobile auto but you say yeah i'm not takeout i'm dining mobile yeah and it's it was so nice and um i i will admit i did go to easy tiger a few times during the raging pandemic because texas it's legal but but they, uh, all the seating is outside. They had like spacing, so it, it was COVID-friendly seating. But that's the one. Um, not to be all oh, Gary the privacy clown, but the the what the th- one off of thirty-five. That's the new one, right? The with all, all the outdoor yes. seating. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The one off of six it, is closed now, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, not that okay. one. But yeah, it's that. That was a haven. Um, it was nice to go there. Um, that was that was the. And, uh, I think that was the last place I actually went before I um that was uh that's where i had my um goodbye austin um like happy hour who's ah mm-hmm. like because I, I, I remember that was the last time i saw like every the people who were who were there that night i forget if you if you were there we might have we uh, might have something else no yeah we did brunch oh right we did yeah everyone you you were special enough to have us brunch by yourself the, yes. the group people yeah. you, you know who no, no, done. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> others <laughs> No, that that was uh yeah, <laughs> that was fun. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's a nice place. Yeah, and there's been some other uh, places that have done the same thing as well um, that I've gone to, and I'm also gonna slightly dock someone. Uh, I've been to these places with Caleb. Yeah. So, yeah, we go out. Just it's it's so nice. Like I and there's a uh, workhorse does the same thing where you sit at a table and you pull up your phone and they bring you your food or whatever. It's so nice and I want that system. Yeah. In other places, I've, I've, that sounds great because I one of the worst. Uh, well, <laughs> well, we we learned um this was a this is a Europe problem because if you like lose track of who's serving you in Europe, they will just let you sit there for 
a gazillion hours because they don't um they don't work for tips so they don't care about table turnover so if you mm-hmm. unless you get their attention they will just let you sit there for two hours yeah um but it is i mean it is annoying when you sit down and like if they're busy or something and it's like you know what you want and it's just like i want to order now and it it means like yeah it's just it, that seems like a really good system I, I'm, I'm really happy to hear that that's that's a thing it's whenever you come back and visit i'll take ha. you there we'll we'll get we'll get some uh we'll get some food also and casey they do have vegan food just they do have oh, vegan food. I mean, it's kind of yeah, tasty yeah and i i need to get back to texas eventually but um not not, not, not until this vaccination map is a little darker green <laughs> come come to the bubble we're good here <laughs> well the problem is she, she'd have to see people who aren't in the bubble oh yeah. Don't tell them, but come to the bubble. <laughs> There's no reason for her to show up if she doesn't tell them. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, that, that was my favorite thing about the pandemic. You, you mentioned that for us because we, we didn't have that, but I did notice some of it's just being, I guess, Seattle might be more contactless friendly, but everything is contactless up here. There was one, there was only one place we go where I still have to use card. Cash is like basically banned at it is banned at certain places because they don't want to touch the touch the cast but it, like i can just walk around here with like my apple watch paying for stuff and it is it's a glorious time um and the same like i was talking about the online menus most places have that now so you can place mobile orders for basically everywhere and that's also been just very just so it's so much nicer to place mobile orders on your phone versus calling places oh yes i agree <laughs> like I hate phone calls to like, no, I want this and I want, I want it like that. And I want it this special. No, just give me, let me, I order on my phone. They, most of the places have Apple pay off the phone too. So I don't even need to like do the whole, like get out the card number or do the like type in all this information. I can just like, or, you know, pick three food items, hit buy with Apple pay, double tap done. Yeah. That's so nice. Um, actually that's, so down here, I don't think we ever got like a no, don't use cash or anything here because I, I don't think anyone did that because you know mm, pandemic's not real. Um, yeah, I can't. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've seen a single cashless band or please don't use cash. Not. <laughs> well, I I do have a. I said early, like right along. I didn't agree with banning cash because that's a little bit um classist or. Uh, Oh, that's Seattle. <laughs> well, it's just basically you you are there is a marginalized pop there is a population of marginalized people who don't necessarily have credit cards and debit cards and so all they have right. is cash. So if you ban cash then they can't shop now, there and Now to be fair, like, are they are they really going to be buying $7 coffees? I you don't know. I don't know. But like I I would be fine with a sign that says please um, please don't use re- cash. Refrain. If yeah, exactly. Like Please, like, if you have the ability to not use cash, please don't use cash. But like, I I don't agree with. Uh, I don't. Cash I honestly, don't, I don't know if they tone. I don't know if they tone people away for cash. I, it it could yeah. totally be be a thing where they say no, and it's just their way of like, you know, if, if you want to walk in, it, but, if you yeah. want to walk in and give them cash, I assume they will probably take it. Uh, mm-hmm. But. It, it, they didn't say no cash we will kick you out of the store <laughs> <laughs> yeah could you imagine going to like a store and, and just pulling out your wallet pulling up a bill and like get out of the store get that bill out of here <laughs> i don't want it 
one of the topics I did want to discuss, um, because it's it, it's in my it's in my liked disliked combo category, was this whole whole idea of work from home because it has been a reality not for as I, I was talking in the pre-show not for as many people as I thought. Most people through yeah. the pandemic did not work from home. Hi, Greg. Um, yes, but there were a lot of people who did. And <laughs> I, I thought it would be fun to – that there have been a lot of pros and cons. It is, it's pros and cons city for work from home for me. Yeah. All I don't ever want to work – I don't ever want to not work at home, so. <laughs> All of my friends work from home except one internet friend. That's it. Well, me and her are the only people who actually still had to go to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, every day you just felt alone in a sea of no I, like i was saying i appreciate sure the saddest thing was just people always talking about oh i'm doing xyz and animal crossing and i'm just <laughs> like i'm at work i still have oh i have i have this person in my town you want them i'm like at work so with me i feel like i would feel differently if i was still at my old job where i had already worked for you know, four years and been in the office most of it and had work friends and people I saw all the time. If I was still at that job, I would miss aspects of going into the office and I would I would probably want a hybrid where I work from home three days a week and go into the office two days a week or some, something like that. I started this job in the pandemic, so I have never worked in an office with my teammates. And so I don't have, I didn't have uh, work habits of being in that office with these people. And I didn't make those friendships. So to me, it's like this job I've always worked at home doing. I've always done this job working at home. So I want to stay, keep that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, as I mentioned, I'm like very privileged to be able to work this job from home. Um, and I I appreciate that every every time I can, all I I just can't work from home. I just cannot get work done without people around me. Um, and and I like I I known this because I would either have to work in the office or work at a coffee shop where there's people around me working. Um, but to do like real heavy work, I need other people who I can like walk over to their desks or they can walk over to mine. And I have to be around, I have to be surrounded by people in all working to be like, this is what the people do. The people work and the people like to work. And I, I am people. I like to work. Yes, that, that is me. I, I am work soldier. Because if I'm at home, I just am like, work is meaningless. And during the pandemic, I, there was also like a huge pandemic side of that where I was like, work is not the most important thing going on right now. Mm -hmm. Like you are telling me deep down that you truly believe that because we aren't going to get this feature out for an extra two weeks and it's going to get pushed to the next sprint, that that is the most important thing to you right now. Because I don't care. I truly, truly am worried about the thousands of people who are dying. And you're telling me because we have to push this for one sprint and that's going to mess up our metrics, that that is, that <laughs> is important to you? That is what you are worried about in this t- these times? So some of it was that. Some of it, like, I just, like, I could not stop thinking about, like, all these other people. Um, 
but but it's also like I I worked better in the office and at coffee shops before the pandemic. I never worked well from home, so just trying yeah. to like work from home, I can't. I physically can't. So like, I <laughs> I can't. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I also think that back to me in that I changed jobs and have only ever worked this particular role at home. That also helped. Like if I was trying to take a role I had worked in certain settings with and then transfer it to working at home, that's a lot harder. But it was just like this job has only been here. So I had to figure out how to learn, like work with these people, work with new people, work this new role at home. And so Mm -hmm. I've, been a much better work at home employee than I was with my previous job when I worked it at home. I also did once I once we moved and we moved into this house and I had my own office that also helped like having a dedicated very dedicated workspace space yeah. helped um because when I was in the apartment it was it was harder because my desk was like right next to the living room and so I really just wanted to be it, it, like my my desk was in the living room. Like yeah. it was all the same room. We we have, that, a, that we have a desk in the living does, room right now. Yeah, like that that really doesn't help things. Like the fact that I have an office out of the way up in a corner. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> we we have, our office is the guest bedroom, and so it's you know right next to the kitchen. It's not it's not like buried away. Like yep, I'm gonna go up the stairs and down the hall and to the left, and I'll be back there. And, and you yeah. can just like avoid it. <laughs> it's literally like, me. <laughs> this like our office is our guest bedroom is where like my piano and the guitar and music stuff. It's where I do like podcasts. It's the yoga studio. So it's like it's mixed use. It's not like we can. To be fair, that that those are all the things I also do in my office. But, mm. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so because I'm, I'm with you, I, I spaces are very important. So I the problem is once I'm in the apartment, like. It's the apartment space. It's, there's no, there cannot be any workspace in, the, in this. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's not just you. There's another person there too who's also trying to mm-hmm. work at home and do yep. things. And yeah, it's, it's difficult because that, that was, that was the, 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 it was much worse being in the apartment and having, and like, you know, Jenna moved in with us. And so it was like mm-hmm. we had two people working at home and a, student trying to do <laughs> online work <laughs> all in all in a two-bedroom apartment <laughs> nope yeah nope yeah so not I, ideal i look forward to when everyone can safely get back to offices like i i want people who want to work from home to be able to continue i want people who want to go into the office to be able to do that. And I want people who want to do some hybrid to be able to do that. I think people should just be able to work. We, we have the technology. We clearly have the technology that people should be able to work the when the hours that they want, when they want to, wherever they want to. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it is not, not great. I'm, I'm, you've been doing this, but it's wild to me that people used to commute in and out for a nine to five. <laughs> And I know pe- yeah. most people are still Every doing that. Most day. people are still doing Every day. that. Yeah, and it's yeah. It, I, it's so much better for the environment to not have people do that. Like, <laughs> I don't know, like, what the impact, but, like, that that's a lot of extra driving, you know, and a lot of time wasted. And da- it's, like, 
Driving is one of the most dangerous things that people do. This is why uh, trains, Casey. Always yeah, I know. Trains. But but the trains aren't here, Michael. <laughs> I want the them to be. Trains aren't like, here. My, the trains aren't here. So if people have to go into an office, they have to take their car or a bus, but like they take their car. Yeah. I don't, I don't, what I miss about commuting was that was, um, that was time for me. Uh, that was my, I get to just, you know, I have a half hour that I'm driving and probably listening to Harry Potter and it's, you know, I'm, I liked it because it was a, you know, I had that time before going into work and I had that time leaving work. And it like, the the best part about that was it created a, a, divide, a divide between yep. work and home. Mm-hmm. And when I was in the apartment and had to work from home, it was exceptionally difficult to figure out that that line. And I I definitely suffered in a mental capacity um, and, and faced challenges in that because I just couldn't, I, especially sleeping. Sleeping was where it hit the worst because prior, I was a very good sleeper in like, I'd, you know, get to bed, I'd lay in bed and then within, you know, five minutes or whatever, I'd be out and then I wouldn't wake up until the morning and it was great. And I developed, that went away. When I didn't have that weird divide, I would lay in bed tired, but my brain wouldn't shut off. And like, I couldn't stop thinking. I couldn't stop. I couldn't actually get myself to go to sleep. And I still have that problem, not as much. I just sleep doing work now. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> yeah, right? Sorry, Greg. I, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. So that I've gotten a little better as I, it, it has helped moving because as I said, I, you know, having the dedicated workspace. So it's like I can leave that and then go to literally any other part of my house if I want to. And it's fine. And I've also to a point adjusted more. It, but it was a big adjustment. I don't know. It's got it has gotten easier. It's gotten better. Um, and in, in that capacity now, it's like I don't want to. I don't want to have to readjust back. Yeah, I think that's going to be hard. I, definitely for anyone with kids, I would oh, not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel bad for people who have kids and people who have to like, try to teach their kids at home. Oof. Oof. No. <laughs> I feel bad for the kids, too. I, I absolutely. I, there have been times where I just I forget about the kids because, like, yeah. But, it's like, yeah, like, the, it's, I cannot imagine being a, a high school or college student doing this. Like, no thanks. No. <laughs> absolutely no thanks I've, I've i've had to i've had to watch it because you know i've had jenna here and it's like it's it's not it was not easy for for her or it's anyone. hard it's hard for anyone it's hard for a people whose brains are fully developed to like deal with this mess let alone someone who's not like no thank mm-hmm. you greg you were saying mm-hmm. oh yeah i just want to bring it back to the driving thing real quick you guys have no idea how good the commute was for me to go to work every day. And because I drive a lot for work. That's true, yeah. Oh my god. It yeah. was the smoothest experience. I, rem- I, I remember earlier on in the pandemic, like I'd have to drive out to like my mom's or something to pick stuff up. And it would be like five o'clock on a weekday and there'd be no traffic. And I was I was like so going through nice. Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> which if anyone has ever been to Hartford, Connecticut, they know. Any city. I mean, any, 
Any, any, yeah, any city. Like but, my but, normal but commute not, to not, work. Not every city has been on a Radiohead album. <laughs> <laughs> my normal commute to work is like, it's not long. It's like 10, maybe 15 minutes. Early pandemic, five. <laughs> going Decent. to some, going to my furthest out place would take me about maybe an hour, 15 minutes during pandemic, 40. I was like, oh. The dream it was so nice, and then people got back on the road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that ship sa- that ship sailed. Yeah, it's all gone. It's all gone. Yeah, but hey, there's <laughs> been a lot of. Let's see what we got. Other um, Greg had touched on it. Um, and being sad about having to work, but um, it was weird the timing of the release of Animal Crossing. <laughs> literally nintendo's just like hmm how can we boost sales let's make a pandemic <laughs> I, I still <laughs> that's believe the that. actual conspiracy conspiracy theory yeah they said Mar- <laughs> they said march 20th on that game like six months prior we all had so called march 20th literally delayed <laughs> literally delayed in december to march like hmm pandemic's not ready yet like i remember moving up here and i was i ended my the moving up here at just the right time like it was pandemic had just started it's still spooky to me that i flew on two planes like mid-march like maskless i thankfully there were only like 10 people on each plane because at no everyone had canceled flights and i was like i i would have canceled my flight too except i like was moving i had you to fly couldn't you couldn't, you couldn't actually and you also didn't have masks yet and there was a mask shortage and they were saying you don't need to wear them so like no no one was wearing yeah. them it's just i it's, it's weird thinking back like I did that? Like, whoa. Um, cause, yeah, You would not see me do that now. Doing that, and then I got up here, and Animal Crossing released the very next night. And I just remember, like, I, I we didn't have internet here yet. We, we didn't get internet for another week. We didn't get our stuff for another week. So we had <laughs> done the, uh, just put the phones on the mobile hotspots and just, like, downloaded Animal Crossing to the Switches. And it was just, like, the first two weeks where it's like we don't have internet and we don't have anything it's just like we just play that game and then for the next couple months like everyone got it and mm-hmm. i've ne- like it has been i don't know if i'll ever get to go through that experience again where every single person that i know is playing the same game so you know that it was very similar to the po- the first time pokemon go yes. came out yep mm-hmm. that's that's true yeah, Pokemon Go because that was a, that was an experience, but in the exact opposite way because Pe- Pokemon Go <laughs> <laughs> got everyone to go outside. <laughs> this is Animal Crossing. It was, it was equilibrium. <laughs> everyone must go inside. Balance must be restored. Everyone must. But it it was just like it, there was a there was a nice like it was calming. It was like we all put hundreds of hours into that that game. Um, especially even people who don't who wouldn't normally play it yo yeah. every, everyone played I, every single person i knew not everyone but enough but, of yeah, almost the, the majority like that was really cool and then i i mean i i burnt out and stopped and you know haven't gone back but i plan to like that that game has a lot of charm to it and it was just so cool it was so cool how many of us <laughs> just all collectively yeah it used used it as an escape. Mm-hmm. It no, it was wild that that it, it was. It's a game about that. It's a game about like you just like landed on this deserted island, which like during the pandemic that was like 
the dream. Like everyone, like it's like oh, I just wish I could be this Animal Crossing character more so than like normal. Just like because mm-hmm. it was like it's weird because Animal Crossing has always been this weird game of like you're just doing normal life stuff, but then when you yourself actually can't do the normal life stuff, what a weird kind of escape that game became. That was this the timing on it was impeccable. Nintendo Magic. Nintendo Magic. Mm-hmm. We talk, we talked about that game so much. Um, we were all so excited about the game and that, that game. It, it it was it was one of the things um I also have in the in the things we liked, which was just like um kind of learning how at least for me I it you guys were more homebodies than I was, but learning to kind of enjoy being at home without the social pressures that kind of surround it as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, never had it. Never had it. I I felt that. I I always. I definitely had a feeling of like I need to go out and do things, like because people say you go out and do things, and so I just got to like play video games for the last year, and it was like really really cool. <laughs> like I, <laughs> Animal Crossing was one of them. Like I would never have got, like I had looked forward to Animal Crossing, and if the pandemic hadn't happened, I don't know how much Animal Crossing I would have like been able to play because. I would have felt like, oh, I need to travel. Oh, I need to like hang out with people out here. Oh, I need to go to concerts. Oh, I need to just do all these things. And if I was the only one sitting on the couch playing Animal Crossing for three hours each night, I'd feel like people would be like, what's he doing? He just sits on the couch and plays Animal Crossing. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is where you, Greg and I differ from yeah, you. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I said, yes, I know, I know. I you. I know, <laughs> but, but I, to an extent, like I, I certain, I really miss traveling. I miss my friends. Like I miss seeing my friends and like a few of them are just like the busiest people in the entire world. And they're the also ones that couldn't work from home, that type of thing. And so it's just like the only time in my life that I, I, I didn't have like a relationship where I communicated with them regularly over the phone. It was more like we'd get together and that's when we'd catch up. And so you take a, get a pandemic where you can't see them anymore. And so it's just like, I, I like, I cannot wait to see them again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I, de- I just was able to, pl- I feel like do some of that stuff more guilt free than I ever have were able to. Cause I, I didn't just do Animal Crossing. I played like through a lot. I went through a lot of old games. I went through like, I did a whole like Factorio week, whole Factorio month, basically. I just pull out these games where I was just like, I know they just consume me for a month and usually I wouldn't do that because that wouldn't be like <laughs> if other, everyone else wants to go do stuff so like it, it was not it was it's been nice to kind of be able to do that for for the year and uh, you know maybe just continue a little bit of that I, I won't do that like after the pandemic he's like i'm gonna go back and do some of the other stuff but that's been cool what else do we have on here um some of the um i guess precaution like we haven't we haven't actually talked about the the uh the social distancing mask jomophobe um aspect of the pandemic um but Eh. not having to shake hands fantastic okay so i have something to say about that okay i don't i don't hate or like shaking hands but it's so because of what i do and how i'm meeting people a lot it's so hardwired to <laughs> shake hands but then again, i'm washing my hands like 20 30 times a day for my job that's true so yeah. so so for me wash uh, uh shaking hands is not a big deal I'm like, okay i'm gonna go wash my hands later or like <laughs> five seconds later so whatever 
but like it took me a wa- a long time to not just automatically oh it's hi i'm greg and put my hand out like, immediately <laughs> like because it's it's because that's how i start everything it's just you know that's how i do it and i still do it like now but like i just we just fist bump or elbow mm-hmm. like tap or whatever it- but it's just like, if I could ugh. never shake another person's hand again, I would be so happy because <laughs> I have chronically sweaty hands. And so I never want to shake someone's hand because I know as soon as they shake my hand, they're going to be like, ew. <laughs> so it's See, just, I'm it, over here like, it's better you're going to shake my hand and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put my hand out and I'm going to make it your problem except the sweat. <laughs> That was always the worst part about interviews. So that was another great thing about, you know, starting. Well, actually, no, because I interviewed. Hi, Car. Um, I interviewed right before the pandemic. So I actually did have to shake a few hands. But yeah, it's the worst. Like, I'm always like, I use hand sanitizer to like dry my hands out, like up. Like, I use hand sanitizer for a whole other purpose. It's like dry my hands out. And then I'm like trying to discreetly tap them on my clothes because also they get sweatier when you get nervous. Like I already had sweaty hands and then like nerves. Oh, and I, yeah, I don't like shaking hands. We just untapped something in me. Sorry. I yeah. have to talk about that. <laughs> mm. No, it- God, I just, that reminded me, I had a zoom interview and oh man, that was not great. But that <laughs> yeah. was cause I was, I had to do my interview while I was working. So I had to go sit out in my work truck with, you know, everything happening around me. Like, and try to talk about why I need this job. <laughs> it's not great. No. I wouldn't want a Zoom Zoom interview. Phone interviews, I'm fine with. I actually really like phone interviews. Oh, I did. Oh, I wow, did a but... whole slate of uh, Zoom Zoom interviews um, over the summer, and oof, I that that's that's not pandemic related. Co- the the way that software developers are interviewed is, I I can talk for hours about how stupid it is. It is. The most frustrating thing I, it I just I cannot with with coding interviews. I don't so like because I always with this role I'm not a software developer but like I had like a phone interview with a recruiter and then a phone interview with the person and then in person interviews. So so I had like two rounds of phone interviews before in person interviews. So the problem with software developer interviews is it's a test Mm, yeah they literally like like every that you you have the recruiter interview but then every single interview they give you they put you in a program or give you a whiteboard and you have to code they give you they'll just give you they'll tell you a problem it's like solve this and i'm like Every other job, you just talk about what you've done in your career, and they look at your resume. They they ask you questions about how you work, and they say you're hired. Yeah. And here it's like, oh well, you solved the first question, and you mostly solved the second question, but we we only uh, move you to the next round if you answer two questions, um, and we'll ask you a third question. We we have a strict policy. It doesn't matter if you've finished one point nine questions; you have to finish the second question. And it's like that's the most ridiculous thing i've heard especially as a software developer because google is what you use yeah it's like it is <laughs> the most archaic and the, and the questions they ask you are the dumbest things they are not they aren't what you do on your job like jobs on about it, it's it's, this, it's a whole thing i got very frustrated because i'm not a good test taker so i did not get any any jobs um 
even though they're like, oh, you know, you're, you're really good. It's just like, it's just, a, but I never had a single, single interview where it's just like, I talked about my resume. It was all, it's just, you just, all you do is you have to practice for three to four weeks on coding questions and tricks because there's this whole subset of questions. And so you literally have to study and practice for weeks before your interviews. When I feel like no one else has to like practice for four weeks to interview. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I feel like you I... just show up to like, your interview. I... Because I got asked questions about um, like certain formulas you might or like built in functions of a language mm -hmm. and how you might use them. But they were just verbal questions and yeah. then I would have to explain how they work. And it's like, OK, well, if you know how they work, then you use them type of thing. The worst ones is there are actual companies that they, they actually put you in not just a whiteboard. They are online compilers. So you have to type out the code and then it you run it. You actually have to write working code. And so I yeah, there no. was one interview where I'm just scrambling for 10 minutes trying to find a bug because I like missed a semicolon somewhere. And it's like, what good is this showing you? <laughs> that sounds awful. Oh, no, no that's it's actually the worst. Because coding, like, you can be such a fantastic coder and like just one little typo and then you're mm -hmm. like trying to find it in this mess. And it's like, it can take a long time, yeah. and then you you add the pressure of it being a test for an interview. It's like you're on Zoom with someone. Like one window, you have Zoom and a coding window next to the guy on Zoom, and you're just like, <laughs> uh, it actual nightmare. There's a reason I haven't gotten a new job in forever, and it doesn't stop. It just never. It, it's not like I can I can't just be like, yeah, I've been coding for seven years. Just give me a job that says I've been coding for seven. No, we gotta. We really gotta quiz you. We gotta quiz you with. The questions we qu would quiz the the kids out of school, like it's whatever. But that's a whole that's a whole different thing. Um, so not ha so that not having to do that. Um, I've really enjoyed the social distancing aspect of this pandemic, especially mm -hmm. in lines. Yeah, and on sidewalks, I do not need somebody at the store breathing down my neck. There was enough space in the store for you to stand six to ten feet behind me. <laughs> Just, just do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a fan of strangers being anywhere near me, near me. So, and I felt like very nice on the sidewalks where it's like I, I definitely like I, as as a guy who cares about this stuff, I like the fact that I can like give wide, <laughs> wide radiuses. Be you know, like if there's if there's a woman walking on the sidewalk this way, I can just like go very far away from them, and I'm sure they feel way more comfortable if I like dot to the other sidewalk. <laughs> And I just like that would be weird before this pandemic. It's like why why are they doing this? But now it's just like I can comfortably like just go to the other sidewalk. I did it anyway before the pandemic. But now now it's like very acceptable. Like hey, we're just we're just going to be we're going to very very, uh, very distanced. So I, I have like that. Casey doesn't leave the house, so she doesn't know about the, these things. Nope. <laughs> nope. I don't leave the house. <laughs> I also, I bought a really big house, Michael. I know. <laughs> I know you did. I've got, I've got room to walk here. <laughs> I don't need to walk outside. I walk here. Mm -hmm. And then I, I really liked the whole staying home for the holidays thing. Um, everyone who went home for the holidays and spread COVID, you, you're the worst. You know who you are. Um, and everyone who um, stayed home, you guys are the best. And just continue. Just continue the staying home for the holidays thing. It's really nice. I mean, like, I, that I'm, I would never consider going home for the holidays. 
in a pandemic. I I I certainly missed like some things. Like our family New Year's party. That's one of my favorite things. Is because I never see any of those people. Yeah. Like those are people I see once a year and have seen once a year since you know we moved to Connecticut. And so that was sad. Not getting to, but like I would never have considered it mm. like in this this state. So I think that I I I'd, <laughs> I definitely would like to get gather on holidays with family I never see, but only safely. <laughs> I just I just really liked the idea of like, hey, I don't even have to like build some rat some weird excuse like, yeah, Thanksgiving, Christmas, I'm just going to like enjoy like having the extra time off and like make a meal I like and just like not have to deal with the travel and the family members and and all of that like it was just really it was like just really chill to just kind of like hang out and like have thanksgiving like not with 15 people i mean now that we're vegan no one wants us around anyway so (laughs) 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 well (laughs) at least you have to bring your own food (laughs) people won't cook for you (laughs) They, they aren't gonna make the vegan turkey no. Oh, gosh, no. Ew, no. What's funny is, is, so we actually, it was Thanksgiving of 2019. Um, so pre-pandemic, we threw a vegan Thanksgiving, even though we, we ourselves weren't vegan, but we were vegetarian at that point. But like our mom is vegan and um, one of my best friends is also vegan. So I just was like, hey, let's let's just, because we're already vegetarian, so we're not going to be eating turkey let's just let's throw a vegan thanksgiving so we actually already had that even though uh it, <laughs> we weren't yet and we had mushroom um mushroom wellington that's what we made as the main course you know i'm not gonna lie that sounds kind of intriguing actually it was good you make it with fee- uh you use phyllo dough instead of puff pastry um because phyllo dough is vegan so you can make your own puff pastry, um, but you know that's you. You want to act that, that takes time, you know, lamination and all mm. that fun oh, stuff. I, with, I tried it. Yeah. It's, oh yeah. It's a pain. Oh yeah. 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 So it's like if you're already cooking a bunch of dishes for Thanksgiving, yeah. So it it kind of fell apart, but it was a uh, very tasty. Hmm. You vegan. You you learn a lot of uh, new dishes, new creative dishes going vegan. <laughs> So yeah, that's something we I did this pandemic was I went vegan, <laughs> which I've talked well, about. That was a, that's something I like. I got yeah, married I and I bought a nice. house. <laughs> You've done a lot, and I, I started a new job. All of these things in 2020. <laughs> busy year, busy year for you. Yeah, I mean, I kind of had the similar thing, like not as crazy as that, but I've started gardening, and now I'm like mm. a gardener, and uh, paid off all my credit card debt. Nice. So. Yay. Nice. Oh, and pay off my car too. So. Oh, even better. Yay. Mm-hmm. So all that is yeah. all that is- Also, wait, I also I did I guess I moved in with my Yeah. Was there a pandemic then? Yeah, I moved in with my partner during a pandemic. Even, I didn't even think about that. Look at you. Life's life goals. Wait, did we all move during the pandemic? Uh yeah, yeah. I mean it depends. Mike, Michael it's, it's, was, Michael was right at the bottle. It depends yeah, when you're you, in there. You're at the beginning. Yeah, it depends what it was the pandemic in New York. There was definitely a pandemic over there. So the pandemic had started by then. Yes. So, 
Yeah, we all moved during a pandemic. Nice. I don't view it. I, move, I view it as before just because we had we had the moving truck and the we had bought we had signed the lease on the new apartment before the pandemic started. So like, mm-hmm. I didn't have to think about moving during it. Like it was it had it was already on happening. Yeah. And then the we I guess we didn't mention it. Um, the other thing we really liked. Uh, somebody else. Uh, I assume Greg added this, but um, just the ease of uh, getting how how well the vaccine rollout has been. Oh yes, I did add that. Uh, Yo, it is again privileged Americans speaking here. The fact that like you can just walk into any pharmacy at this point and get the vaccine, like no questions asked. It's it's almost like we should do this for more things. <laughs> so the reason that I brought that or I added that was because I remember seeing on Twitter some people were just like, "Oh wow." This is actually really good. I could get used to this. And it's almost like, well, we should do this with the rest of healthcare. Then it had like a like a picture of Bernie just like having a brain blast. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it just made me think about like, yeah, that would be really nice yeah, if we could just walk in and get medical care, you know? That would be it, free. It's almost like that would be better for society. We could have an entire podcast episode about this and Oh my god, I don't even I, I don't want to get I don't want to get into this. <laughs> Universal healthcare is it would just be so good. It would be so good. It is literally one of the reasons that I'm like if there was any reason that I would regret, you know, buying a forever home is because it's in America and it doesn't have universal healthcare. Stuck here. <laughs> like <laughs> I it, it it's like uh, if I had to make a list of why I would leave this country to live in a different country and like go about that process, universal healthcare is like that top motivator. <laughs> that and there are many. There are many reasons, but yes. like, but the idea like people like health and it's just so bad health insurance is just not it doesn't make sense none of it makes sense no. and it's like as soon as you have something bad happen to you it it's like they don't actually cover as much as you think they do nope. you're not covered like if you get sick if you get cancer you're f- doesn't does not matter sorry michael now you have to edit that it it does not matter how good your insurance is because mm-hmm. there's loopholes there's literally clauses it's like we cover up to a certain amount and no one actually reads it or understands it and as someone who's worked in insurance since they left college it's like your insurance sucks your health insurance sucks it doesn't matter how much you pay for it what level of plan you pay for you get sick you're screwed Mm -hmm. so i i cannot emphasize enough how how much it doesn't make sense (laughs) to not have universal health care Anyway, I'm gonna go back to drinking. <laughs> but it was re- it was really nice to get just be able to get the shot. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> and what's funny? Anyway, I said right. We knew at the beginning I was a mood, so like it's gonna keep coming. <laughs> the worst thing is is looking at the reading the articles and them saying like nine percent of the population doesn't want to get the shot because they feel like there's a hidden charge with it, and it's like you're like no a you're like no it is free, but b you're like no I understand why you think that. Because yeah. that many that that percentage of the population has been ho- just told before, like, no, it, it, there's there's no cost to this, and then it's like, oh, well, here's 
here's your five hundred dollar hospital bill because you know you got a band aid. So yeah, um, hot mess. Um, <laughs> things that um, you know, let's see. Uh, we disliked the most. Casey already brought up um travel um and yeah me just like travel and just a vacation from reality we talked about people who decided that they were going to take a vacation from reality um you can't i guess you could do that if you're a selfish person if you're not a selfish person um you could not take a vacation from covid there's nowhere to go like even if i wanted to take time off it's like where would i go i'd go to some place that had covid restrictions and like you couldn't go out to eat at the restaurants wherever you went. Well, you could, but again, if you're <laughs> trying to be good. So there was just like, you, you could not escape the COVID. And I definitely missed traveling because um, that was something that we, like monthly, well, I was on a trip. Like, yeah, so you, to- you took a trip every month pretty much. Yep. And like, and I'm actually, one of my highest travel years was 2019, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. But like 2018 into 2019, like there was, a, I had a bunch of trips and for me, and it was, I'm so happy I did that and actually went on those trips, but it's just like, it sucks because they were a lot of fun and I, I really miss that. I, I cannot wait to travel somewhere again and take a vacation and go to a new place I haven't been before. Yeah, because I, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Because tra- for me, travel was like, it is the number one place where I always felt myself growing as a person was, and it's how people grow. A lot of people grow as people is like you travel and you see how other societies and other cultures and other people just go about the day-to-day lives. Um, And you just think of all this stuff that you never thought of before, because that's just not how it works where you live. And so not being able to do that, you, there's there's a lot of growing that I just feel like I haven't gotten because I haven't just gotten to go and see how everyone else lives. And so, yeah, I, I really, I do really, really miss that. <laughs> and I want people to, to visit um, me eventually. It's very nice up here. Yeah. And yeah, the people who, <laughs> I, just the, the people who uh, d- did travel, you, you guys are the worst. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. I missed uh, brunch. I missed brunch a lot. You and well, that's the thing. I like this was before you moved, and like, because I'm in a group chat with y'all, and it's like you'd be like, "Oh, brunch on Sunday? Yeah, what time?" And then you guys would be texting each other, like trying to find each other. And I'm just sitting up a whole two thousand something miles away, like I want to go brunch. Well, <laughs> like every actually- time. If it makes you feel, well, it probably won't make you feel any better or worse, but I literally haven't had brunch since Michael left. <laughs> like, because I, I don't have, like, people who I would, like, want to brunch with. So I'm just like, huh, well, guess I'm done with brunch for now. Yeah, now I have, now I have to find places that actually offer vegan brunch. There's one near us because there's a vegan restaurant near us, but. I actually know one here. Just just saying. Just saying. Just saying. We, we, we got some too. We got so apparently I'm going to be hosting our fantasy football draft, maybe not this season, but like next season. Um, so yeah, great. Just hitch a ride with all the people that are coming up here to have a colonial themed um, <laughs> fantasy oh. football draft. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> just, just come up. <laughs> okay, just wants to go to Boston. I, I do, actually. It's not far. 
<laughs> Boston, Boston's <laughs> close to me. Okay, so so like not once again not trying to triangulate, but how far? There's a certain station that I would drive to to then take the T in, and that's probably like an hour or so away. Oh my god! Yeah, let's do. And that. then you just take the train in. Uh, like maybe it's a little, maybe it's an hour and a half, but like from like Texas standard, like you could look up on say, a map. That's no, you that's could look up for like Texas my, driving. yeah, exactly. Like as far as like Texas driving standards go, like you would just drive to Boston. You'd be like, yeah, this is normal. <laughs> That's 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 new that's New England for you. <laughs> just to, just have to avoid all the turn turn around turn what's it called the circle Round, traffic the, circles yeah roundabouts yeah, yeah those things. There aren't too many circle. of those in Connecticut. They've added some, but that's a much Massachusetts has plenty. Nothing like um, England though or Scotland. Like <laughs> <laughs> the, the great up there. Yeah, that, that those, those little aspects I. I have missed. I also missed. Um, now, Casey, again, you you bought a big house, so you circumvented this problem. But um, <laughs> just the lack of having of not having indoor spaces for like a change of scenery, especially like in the winter here, because now I'm having to deal with the sixteen hour winter, uh, sixteen hours of darkness winters now, and not being able to just like, you know, sit sit in like a cafe or a library or game shop or any place that you just go out and hang out from like five to eight when it's already dark at four four, four o'clock just so that you're not like sitting at home in the darkness from 4 p.m to midnight that would have been nice mm-hmm. that <laughs> that just this would have been real nice yeah i bought a i got a big house that also is like it's not an open floor plan it's a colonial so you have separate rooms all painted different all decorated different <laughs> Whatever mood you're in, you could just pick a different room. <laughs> yeah, you can actually like, you can move, you can go over to your library and like chill out there. Yeah, because I have a library. <laughs> but if all you had is a living room. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean, and I know because I literally, <laughs> yeah, I, that's had, what I had, had before. Apartment. I had an apartment with, we had our bedroom. We had the guest room, which was then Jenna's room, a bathroom, a living room office, and like, uh, there was a, t- we have a tall dining room table right in- next to the kitchen. So it's like, but that was like all together. Like, and Scott and I are both stuffed people. So we also had a ton of stuff fit into this apartment and then took in a teenager who also had her own stuff. So yeah, it got very, it got very cramped and there was no escaping it. Yeah. You just like, that, it, that, yeah. it's just dark. It's just like, you just want, like, you need somewhere to go, like just sit somewhere else. And every, like you can't, it's closed. Everything's closed. <laughs> That that was rough, and I, I look forward to having that stuff just be open to, because I mean, I, Greg, you and I used to like go to <laughs> cafes, just like rent. I mean, we just like that's what people do. People just like go places randomly for a couple hours. Yeah, <laughs> sit in the Starbucks reserve. Exactly. Like it's just like it's a change of scenery. You can just do do stuff, and it's just like it's a nice break, and not having that for months, like you notice it. Mm-hmm. Like in the summer, you can just go outside here. Like it's the sun's up forever, so it's like great. You you have that change of scenery. You just didn't have that in the winter. And then I, I think we already touched on it, but I, I wrote it down as just like watching the guaranteed trauma unfold was so hard. It's so painful because yeah, the, like everyone kind of said like, hey, everyone's gonna go home for the holidays and it's gonna kill thousands of people a day. And it's like, and then everyone did it, and then thousands of people died a day. And it was just like, but you know, I honestly. I, this is going to sound kind of heartless, but for some of the people, I really 
don't feel bad for them because they're because they were like oh we're gonna be we're gonna manage the risk and then like they'll like post like a bunch of pictures and stuff of them like not managing said not, risk not man- and then <laughs> and then you know the number of people who are like oh yeah we'll take it seriously and then it's just like uh no yeah what does seriously really mean to you <laughs> exactly like seriously should not just mean like yeah we'll put on a mask like halfway through the airport <laughs> and then we'll my favorite right, people yeah, are the people who so like annoying. walked in the grocery because there's like a mask dispenser at the grocery store and the people who would like walk in not they I, I doubt they own a mask take one from the dispenser put it on and then at the moment they're walking out the store or taking it off and putting it in the trash can i'm just like how do you live your life <laughs> <laughs> i can't with people i i know like i i remember um every you see, so they started easing the mask mandates recently, you know, mm. and every place I've been, everyone is still wearing their mask all the time. Yeah. But I saw one lady at H-E-B not wearing a mask, and she had this, like, smug look, you know, like, look at me. I'm not <laughs> mask. I'm not wearing a mask. And literally, all she got was glares. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, you deserve it. You, you could be vaccinated. You could be vaccinated. That's fine. But, you know yeah <laughs> vaccine's not over because you're over it the, the people who like think it's like they're so cool like with it's like well it's like it's not like a situation where you're like the loud guy the loud person carrying the boom box like my music is cooler than yours like i've got a boom box to prove it and it's just like and people look at them it's like that's annoying but whatever it's like <laughs> you could actively be killing people it's like this isn't this isn't a time there's there's a time and a place for that and this is not that time or that place um did you see the thing on twitter that was going on for a while i it was um i'm gonna leave it at this prominent conservatives Mm -hmm. who were saying who were arguing about the cdc guys are oh you don't need a mask if you're vaccinated blah blah blah. they're like well i'm gonna go wear my mask now (laughs) it was like Okay, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. Now, yeah, put your mask on. Now, own, own the lips. Go own them. Yeah, own, own them. the lips that way. <laughs> just, just go own them. You know, sometimes I'm pretty sure like half of them were just like you know just being facetious, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure half of them were being serious too. I, so I fully believe that their their agenda is literally take whatever like the Democrats say and do do a 180, and that is their policy. For no reason other than it's a 180. And I'm just like... Just purely antagonistic. <laughs> that, that's your policy platform. Cool. <laughs> just amazing. I just I just realized a topic I didn't put on there that I just want to oh, yeah. quickly discuss. Uh, you know, also one thing that I... This is just pandemic in general. Um, for me, I mostly notice this with game companies. But, you know, a lot of game companies have to slow down or delay things because of the pandemic. And I have to say, the most of the response was pretty good from gamers. I'm I'm proud that the gamers rose up the right way. I'm very proud of them. That's good because most gamers were like, "Oh yeah, we understand. It's a quarantine. There's a <laughs> quarantine. Yeah, take your time, delay it. Just just you know, get it right. Chill. Like yeah, I know for Final Fantasy that I recently started playing again. Final Fantasy 14, fantastic game. Just FYI. Um. They had to delay one of the major patches by about two months, and people were like, "All right, you know." There, are, of course, there were a few people who were. Oh, there's always people, you know. But I would say a majority of them were like, "All right, yeah, we get it." And um, 
So this game has a lot of voice acting and you could see, you could literally tell like when people started recording their lines at home because there was like a slight drop in quality, but not enough to be like, oh, it's awful. But people were just like, you know what? You're doing your best. You're doing something. I'm not going to complain. Yeah, that's nice. And like, I feel like that's been, you know, there's been a lot of that going on in like, you know, just the entertainment sector in general, because I feel like there's been movies that were delayed and, but no one has been truly upset. Yeah. It, it's almost like we don't need to work as hard as we do. Yeah. <laughs> now, there was one, um, I'm going to call this a scandal that happened. Um, so, the Sonic movie was not nominated for an Oscar. It's a crime. <laughs> Ish. Because the Academy decided to, like, we're going to extend the window because of uh, COVID. So, Sonic was not in there and i am slightly upset about that we could have had an award-winning sonic movie Ah, uh, they just need to create a second one and they can win awards on that i mean they are <laughs> <laughs> april 22nd 2022 i are i am i am ready <laughs> you're, you're ready ready gotta go fast yes uh what else we got um case i already mentioned a little bit of the personal growth i i know everyone made sourdough i did not make sourdough um, that was a big thing. I didn't either. I did not either. It was a big thing for two weeks. You know, when this pandemic was going to last two weeks. Oh, wait, Scott tried to make sourdough, but ah. I didn't. Okay. Do you, I remember you couldn't find yeast at the grocery store. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, yeah the, the first few months, that was a weird, like, mu- like, every once in a while, there'd be, like, not every once in a while, like, the the main ingredients, the, your, your flowers, your... The yeast, the yeah, sh- sugar, a lot of, tofu. A lot of baking stuff was gone. To- tofu was gone. I, um, I remember going to the grocery store and like they're bringing like a big like section of flour just gone. Mm-hmm. I was just like, what the hell? Yeah, everyone needs flour. Um, but we did. We we kind of learned how to meal prep up here, which was very nice. Um, and we've continued that. Casey has Scott cook for her every night. That's yes, yeah. <laughs> well, we we've been. We started this prior to the pandemic where um, we planned our dinners a week at a time and then grocery shopped once a week for that week's dinner, like those that week of dinners. And so that didn't change at all. Our diet changed, like what we ate changed. But yeah, no, I, I do. I get um, I have someone who plans all the dinners and then makes the list, and then does the shopping, and then does the cooking. And I'm a very spoiled person now. <laughs> Casey demands whole home-cooked dinner at 6 p.m. each night. No, I, I do not demand. If he doesn't feel she, like cooking, she, then... She doesn't demand it, she expects it. I'm, I'm used to it now, yeah. Oh, and he also plates it. That's like a whole nother level, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do not... <laughs> like, not every night, but most nights, like, he has already plated it, and he points to which one is your plate. Because <laughs> he also decides that. <laughs> this one's yours. <laughs> this one's yours. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we've, we've, we've worked on, we've been doing that, and that's been, that's been really nice. And I, I look forward to hopefully being able to keep that habit up, because that would be so nice, like, on, like, travel week. So, like, weeks where you're busy, it's, it's very nice. Even after, like, the, a show like this, where it's like, I can just get a get a meal out of the fridge heat up in the microwave for five minutes and then like did that's dinner mm-hmm. so like that's that's been super nice and like no one has to actually actually do any cooking during the week which which is great we did that um case and i uh started up a 
the po- podcasting again because we we felt like we we could do that and that's been that's been fun it's been fun to do these shows again for me i've got new hobby horses um i just cannot stop thinking about public transit and <laughs> pedestrian friendly <laughs> politics now i am all in that is because i think that that is your passion it it no it, tr- truly i i it, it's uh something i i follow a bunch of people on twitter now and i'm going to start do, i want to start going to like local like meetings like policy meetings in town like start trying to figure out the local groups and that kind of stuff um mm-hmm. i was actually mm-hmm. talking i went to a little meetup last week and i was it was with some ci- uh city planning type people and i you know i was, I was kind of asking about it and they were like the the best way to do it is just show up because just by you showing up to transit meetings you are like in the upper echelon of people in the city who KO because nobody else KO like people KO but not like KOs enough to show up to transit meetings yes um because i i part of like the pandemic has really been like watching all these people enjoy outdoor space at least up here um it's something I did not get in Austin because I feel like Austin's unlivable for three months of the year outside or five months of the year outside. We survived. You survived. But like up here, like, and, and the same would go in New England. It's just like people really liked the outdoor restaurants of New York. The, and we, we did outdoor restaurants and stuff here. Outdoor plazas, outdoor parks, and just like, of course, all the, the climate implications that we touched on earlier due to transit. How much better um things would be like with with better public transit and um like just pedestrian friendly politics um you know the bike lanes the sidewalks the the safe streets the the greenways all that stuff um i am i'm i've really started looking into it and uh it just makes friendlier communities and i i'm i'm going to look into that more i can't wait till we get a a little train station here in a few months i i can't wait to have trains a block from me I just want trains. <laughs> all, you, all you want is trains. I, this, the, the solution is trains. Like the solution is not another lane on the highway. The solution is trains. I, I would, I would love more trains everywhere. I do agree with you that. Yeah. I, I would, I would like actual good public transport. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like driving. No, like I don't. That driving, the all I figured out about driving, driving is like the most dangerous thing every single person does every day, and yeah, and. They, and they don't realize it. No. Oh, they realize it and they're just like, oh, this is the way it is. But this is, yeah, this is how it is. I'll also just watch a ton of videos about like how messed up uh, suburbia kids are because turns out um, being locked in a suburb house as a child is very bad for development. <laughs> Wait, is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's not, hmm. it's not great. Ba- basically, it like, hin- basically it hinders independence because kids now definitely even nowadays like i remember i used to have like a little bit of freedom as a kid like but nowadays it's like to get anywhere you have to be driven around so you can't go anywhere freedom. without parent permission until you have if you're lucky enough to have a car at 16 whereas like in a freedom with parents mm-hmm. what is that <laughs> yeah i see um but you know if you have good strong public transit like they do in europe kids can get on a but like just a public bus or a public train or if the or if the streets are safe and walkable kids can just walk out of their house and go places like at eight by themselves and you know just be able to walk to school like kids like 
having to drive kids to school is bad for the child. Like the child should have the independence to be able to get to the school by themselves. Um, well, we're touching we're touching on like my side of the, uh, this where I listen to way too much true crime. So like we don't have to get into that. But <laughs> that's the thing. What's safer? The kids walking to school or the kids having to be in a car that more often? And it's walking to school safer. Because yeah, kids... I would, honestly, I'd probably say the car. Well, no, there's too many. There's too many no, accidents. No, because there's accidents. Yeah, car accidents are. You have a higher ri- you have a higher risk of getting to a car accident than you do of getting adu- abducted. Staggering more, more kids get um killed in killed in car cra- car, car, car crashes car crashes because they're having to get driven every single morning and afternoon in rush hour traffic by sleepy mm-hmm. parents. Yep. Then the chance then the, it is a small chance that you know. The kid on the sidewalk, and if more kids and if more, yeah, exactly. Walk, if there's like, if there's more people doing that, like traveling in that way, that's why yeah. it's safer to have. I mean, if you have pedestrian-friendly streets and bike lanes, more people out and on, you know on the streets, on the roads, and it's just safer. That's why, like, living in those pedestrian-friendly cities of you know of the New Yorks and the um, the Amsterdam's and the London, it's just safer. New York is not pe- well. It's pedestrian-friendly in that they're uh, for walking because every like so many people walk mm-hmm. but they don't have proper bike lanes they do not have, no new york does not have that yeah so i i just want to i i had to point that out because that drives me i should not nuts. have mentioned new york new york's a hot mess um yeah <laughs> pedestrian friendly cities like get rid of cars people hey hey, hey 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 down here we have a car and truck culture you do it's part of the big and problem we kind of we kind of we kind of can't get rid of nah, that. That's, that's bad. But, that's bad. But we could shift to hybrids and electrics. You could also build train lines instead of extra toll roads. No, look, 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 <laughs> look, look. Why would we build that when we could build a new football stadium or a new so- no, soccer stadium? <laughs> it, Come on now. It is. Uh, I, 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 it is. It's my new hobby horse. Let's put it that way. The last thing I want to touch on is kind of things that we want to take forward out of this. How do we see 2022 shaping up? How do we, it, you know, basically the goods in the, we, we talked about the, the actual quarantine um, side of it, but what, what bits would we like to, um, to kind of take forward and be like, you know, this was good. Let's keep doing stuff like this. And the number one thing I learned out of this pandemic is that this won't be our last pandemic. Nope. And it scales me because I would have felt more comfortable if um we had like come together and like solved this pandemic as this country and like strongly left it and been like, okay, we're ready for the next one. Versus like some scientists like shot us in the arms and dragged the country kicking and kicking and screaming out of the pandemic. <laughs> Whenever the next pandemic hits, it's going to be identical because so many people learn nothing. Yeah. I can't. I agree with that. It's like we had 14 months to learn stuff and you guys learn nothing. Nope. Nothing. Nothing's different. That's how it is. That? So it's like the country is basically screwed. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I can't get over that. Yeah. If you gave us another pandemic, it, we would handle it maybe worse. We probably would handle it worse. Like if there's yeah, a, if there's if a we variant. We already survived one. Yeah. And I said that with heavy sarcasm. I've learned that masks are very nice in certain situations we we didn't talk about masks too much but it makes like everyone had, had drawn parallels to like 
the Asian countries on how they wore masks in crowded situations already, and it was normal there, and hence why COVID did not affect them the way that it hit us, because they had been through other pandemics over there before. And we were we were absolutely the dum-dums who just did not wear masks. Um, so I do hope that masks in certain situations, when it is crowded and definitely doing things like flu season, do continue and do not look out of place. I, I, I've mentioned probably a couple times, I cannot imagine riding the New York subway in January without a mask anymore. Like, I mean, ever. <laughs> the New York subway is always crowded. Always crowded, but definitely during like a flu season where you have. But def- yeah, definitely when like everyone everyone has germs. Yeah, <laughs> flu the flu influenza is literally a coronavirus that spreads the same way COVID does. <laughs> like it's been nice not being sick. It sure has. Like, it abs- yeah. Like I would like to. I would like to keep not getting sick. Like I would like to take some of these lessons we we learned. Like hey, you don't get sick. Like. Where do you get sick? It turns out not really from being outside. So you don't need to wear your mask outside at the park. And we should do a lot of outdoor activities. You probably don't get too sick, like, you know, sitting at your restaurants. You do get sick, like, in very crowded, congested, bad airflow places. Trains, planes, crowded indoor concerts. And it's like, the masks will work for more than just COVID. And I feel like that's a lesson that not everyone got. Like people are like masks are only for COVID. It's like, no masks are for germs. <laughs> All germs. So I, I hope that that stays like, I, I know Casey, you've talked about the grocery store and I'm, I'm with you. Like why? Yeah, I have no reason. I have no reason not to want to wear a mask in the grocery store. I don't, I'm not going to the grocery store to look good. I'm not. I, I, it's, <laughs> It's a benefit. I love people not seeing my face. I love it. Don't look at me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's obviously not as great as not wearing one, but like at the same time, like it was nice in the, it was nice on the winter because my face didn't Mm -hmm. get as cold. That was nice. Yeah. I'm I'm glad like the vaccines are here. Like, Mm -hmm. so that the people that I like, like our mom, she's, works in healthcare so she's been wearing her mask around us this whole time and now we're all vaccinated and so it's like i can finally like you know see her without a mask but just like masks get hot in the summer like yes. that it does get really hot and i'm a sweaty person well the nice thing is we know like outdoors you don't need it if you know yes so that's re- yeah. that's really nice and because that's what usually got me was hiking running any more strenuous activity but the non-strenuous activities like I barely notice it's on my face anymore because I'm sitting down on a train or I'm <laughs> like, like, how am I supposed to like, I, it's not like I need any extra oxygen in this situation. <laughs> and then I, I liked all the, um, I hope we continue doing at home events. Um, oh yes. Those have been really nice as well. Um, definitely. Definitely for me having moved away from friends and as friends scatter across the country, like as we get older, more and more of our main like friend group that we held on to will move to other parts of the country. That's just will naturally happen. And so it has been really nice to be able to do at home events with my friends because we're all at home anyways. And I hope that people like, yeah, you can go do your in-person events like 95% of the time. But like, if you could just do like an in-home at home event, like every once in a while, like, like that would be really cool to kind of keep that. I don't think that will stick, but it'd be nice. Like all the, I, and I guess the the game the gamers were doing that. Um, like I had a bunch of yeah. I had a bunch of uh, <laughs> I had a bunch of Among Us nights, and those were really fun. Um, 
and I was get I got to do those with like my friends who usually are not doing uh, video game nights, but the the gamos will continue. That's that's the secret. And I also kind of learned um, that I don't need to do as like go 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 all the time. Um, as we mentioned, like I was traveling monthly. I don't see myself traveling monthly after this. I want to travel. No. I want to go places. I do. But you have, you'll spend more time planning the trips that you are going to take mm. and enjoying those. And you might take, I don't know, slightly longer trips, yeah. especially if you're not, if you're not doing a monthly trip, you're not just doing like a long weekend. It's like, okay, I'll take a few more days off for this trip. Cause there, there are, there are benefits to doing travel where you do have downtime. Yeah. There are. I I pers- I definitely prefer, if I had to do one extreme, I prefer the go, go, go travel. <laughs> yes. To the stagnant travel. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that's hyper travel. You could, yeah, yeah. But I, I. There's just so much to do. I definitely feel like I, as I mentioned, I like viewed staying home as this like, the society was like, uh, rah, rah, rah. you should go out and do things. But I definitely feel like I want to take the lesson that, you know, you can, you can go do things, but you don't need to go do as many of those things. Like choose the, choose the ones that are really important. And then instead of just going out for the sake of going out onto something you were like iffy on, like take that time to stay home, travel plan, just play some video games because you actually enjoy kind of staying home and doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Although, are there any things you guys are taking forward out of this? I mean, a lot of what you said in, you know, I want masks to be accepted as a form of... Courtesy to others? Yeah, courtesy to others and, like, not spreading basic, uh, regular germs, like, other than COVID-19. I do think that... uh, I don't don't see my... Because I wasn't someone who did feel pressured to go out... Because I was, I've always been someone who went to bed at like ten thirty, like, and I didn't like drinking too much. Those are the, ga- so it's those are the like, gaming hours. <laughs> they really are. Yeah, I, I've, I like, I wasn't already one of those people. So for me, going back to normal, like, it's not like I'll, I want to go see my friends, but like, I'm not someone who, I've, I haven't lived in an area where it's like I'm going out a bunch. Like, I, I definitely, as I've already said, I want to keep working at home. I think that. I don't know. It's been a really good year for me in like what like what my life has become and I'm just really excited to mix my friends back into that. So, I don't think too much is going to change like life-wise. I do want to travel again and see my friends again, but as far as taking for I mean like I've got a house now and I've got a bunch of pets and a husband and I paint my nails all the time. So. <laughs> I don't know. It, I I don't see it. I'm excited. I'm just excited to see my see my people. Your people. That's all. I'm excited to see my people. So for me, since nothing really changed, I'm gonna stay the same old <laughs> me. <laughs> like, no one tells. Greg I didn't what go to out do. that much before. Like no, like but seriously, I didn't go out that much before. No. Um, I was already going out for work. Uh, guy stays home anyway. It was literally like. As far as like personal life, nothing really changed. So, I mean, of course, I got some new, you know, skills. I, I'm a guard. I can guard now, but like, that's really the only thing I'm bringing forward. In all honesty, <laughs> it's been like so fascinating. It's it's been fa- as someone who likes to observe people, it has been it's been fun to to watch. I 
it, it's definitely like easier looking back now like having this end date in sight like because I, I i'm like with you guys like it's like the quarantine side i can like th those goods and bads but like seeing the pandemic numbers go down like really make me happy because i looked at those numbers every day and like it, it is sad to look at the it's sad when you stop trying to visualize those numbers so it'll it'll just yeah. be nice to like live in a world again where i don't have like those numbers are lower at least in america we can just go back to visualizing the numbers of people that die via mass shootings exactly oh man the, the good old days oh my god did you it was so funny with oh, not funny but when the country started opening back up shooting started again i was just like mm -hmm, yep mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this is america nature's healing <laughs> i think i actually literally <laughs> said that like yeah nature's healing let's play this place a mess but uh <laughs> it's an actual mess this place but it's you know it's it's fun talking to you guys about it because you guys have like such a you, you know not again you not don't like the pandemic but the quarantine side of things pretty nice um <laughs> versus i'm sure every single story and thing that would be written about this is <laughs> the, the worst because it's like the worst year of everyone's life except like it's not i'm like it's definitely not mine it's not it's not on my top 30 <laughs> like like it, it was fine <laughs> If I had just bought a standing desk earlier, this like that like I would be in a much better place. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Other than having sciatica now, like it's fine. Other than that. Other than that. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's all I've got for the uh the quarantine spectacular. A anything else from you guys? Nope, I'm about to go take some dough out the refrigerator. Go make that thaw pizza. Well not thought. And make that pizza. Yeah, I'm gonna go to bed. Okay. Well, this is fun. Um, I I want to. I said this was a tangentially related special. I kind of want to do these every, you know, two to three times a year or something. Basically, a catch up. This is a, this is our catch up call because we is we used to do life podcasts and then we like didn't have much to talk about. So just check it. You know, check in every once in a while and just be like, hey, here's all the new things going on. <laughs> Yeah, like these are like little, like we'll title them as such. So like if people don't want to, it's like they'll know. It's not, it's, it's like, okay, this is not a music this, episode. This, this is, is not something musical. completely different. So you don't you know. <laughs> you, know you know what it you is. Know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's been a trip. It's been a wild, it's been a wild month. And the eight, month? March 2020. Ah. Oh. Sorry, okay, I'm glad, great. Yeah, it, it, was, it wasn't just you. <laughs> and Mr. Editor, cut that joke. Cut it, cut it. <laughs> and What is time, Michael? <laughs> oh, oh I, I can't wait to have stuff on my calendar again just so I know what day of the week it is. Yeah, this Tuesday really felt like a Friday. <laughs> I, I Once a week, there's just a day where I'm like, is it real? No, it's not. <laughs> what? It's not. <laughs> where am I? Ugh. <laughs> uh. No, no, thanks. Uh, I'm good. All right. Well, I will. Um, All right. Do we? Do we have a is it time for the ending? Clap? Yeah. I, did, was that a sign out? Was was that a sign out? I forget. I forget if that was a sign out. Uh, it was like thanks for listening. Um, all that general like subscribe. Yeah. Well, stuff. Not necessarily subscribe, but like give us a rating if you liked us. Uh, you can find us here. These are our Twitter ads. Yeah, they will be in the show notes. Then I think that Greg would say something oh, like, Greg would cut thank us, you. Oh, Greg would cut us off. That's right. Greg would. Yeah. Gre yeah. Greg would cut us off, say something like, thank you, good night. And then he would clap. And like, it would be 
Alright, thank you and good night. <laughs>